Hey, my name is Tim. I'm Dainty. And I'm Herfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I have a question for you, gentlemen. All right. And Fire if away. It, if it uh, feels like it's too personal, just feel free to pass. But, uh, it's you know, too I think personal. we're all friends here. <laughs> Hopefully we can all, uh, you know, share a little bit. Um, and if, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with sharing the real answer, then just make one up. I want to know what is the most pain that the two of you have ever been in? What, what is like the most painful moment you've ever had? I'm talking about physical pain. I know there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things to provide mental <laughs> anguish after these emotional days. Anguish. That, emotional anguish. That's way too long to count. I, I want to know yeah, physical pain. Like, like what, what, what was it? What do you guys think? I'm going to have to think about that a little bit. I, I do have to say, uh, Dancy looks like he might already know what he's going to say. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm lost, like, on even what yeah. I want to say. But the most, the thing like, is, in any, any recent history, I guess, would probably be, like, having COVID, <laughs> actually. Yeah, uh, okay. Just, because there was literally, like, there were two nights in a row where I just could not sleep. My throat was hurting that bad. Uh, there was like, I literally wanted to go, I've, I've never been to a hospital, like been checked in. Uh, and I was like almost begging, like I called Teladoc to like get, get, find an excuse to let me go to the hospital so somebody can knock me out. Like mm. that was kind of the experience with that. I, I, it's probably the most pain I've been in. Um, yeah. What about like, you I, know, broken bones, uh, burns. I've never broke anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had very, very minor burns, like some sunburn. I guess that was pretty painful, but I still think <laughs> COVID was worse because I could still sleep with, uh, with the sunburn. Um, mm-hmm. I will say one of the, so as a kid, uh, I was, I was a little fat chubbling kid. Uh, <laughs> and I tried out for soccer because I was told to, um, and I, I enjoyed it, but I did not wear like any, um, what do you call it? Uh, like sportswear uh, as like underwear? No, no, I wore those. Uh, but like as as a as a thick kid, uh, my thighs basically rubbed together oh. in the August sun uh, <laughs> for three hours, and mm-hmm. I literally had like blood spots from it. And I just remember Oof. that was some of the worst, like I guess chafing pain. I, I remember crying, like the, yeah. like getting in the shower that night, uh, and I was like yeah, in ninth grade is- or something. So, that's pretty uh, awful. That's the only the examples, chach. I guess. I, I that that stand, yeah, <laughs> that stand out to me. Yeah, no, I've 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 gotten some mean chach as well. It's it's mm. uh, it's devastating. Yeah, I, I remember one specifically is. when I was like a you know when I was prepubescent around that same age, you know, like just before teenage years, it was really bad. And then another time in my adult life when I was t- uh, teaching drum corps and it got so bad, I thought they were gonna have to send me home. Uh, so yeah, I could definitely relate <laughs> to that. Uh, it would end up not being a big deal. Um, the reason I wanted to ask is because mine happened pretty recently. Uh, it was about a month ago, maybe like three weeks ago at this point. And I told you guys already, I've, I've actually told a lot of people, but I don't think I've said anything like in the discord, uh, in a public channel, but I had a kidney stone a few weeks ago mm. and, uh, those are yeah. no joke folks. Those nope. are very painful. Mine was two millimeters, which, you know, there are much larger out there. But um, for those of you who don't know, the, uh, you know, the the passage from your kidney to your bladder is like roughly as wide as a human hair. So to have something that's very jagged, that's two millimeters, you know, traveling through, um, you know, through that tube is, is pretty bad and was pretty bad. I was uh, at home on Sunday Around seven o'clock, uh, my wife was actually out of town. She had just got back into town uh, 30 minutes before all this happened. Thank God. Um, I just put uh, Nella to sleep and uh, started having some back pain. And it just got worse and worse to the point where I was like, I have to go to the emergency room. And mm-hmm. someone had to stay home with the baby. So I just jumped in the car and drove myself. When I got to the emergency room, I there was like a cop outside. And I just rolled down the window and I was like, 
sir, where do I go? I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> I know it was so bad. And he uh, graciously, I don't think they're supposed to do this, but he like, you know, took my keys and parked the car for me, which was nice. Oh, wow. And, you know, I, uh, yeah. What a so bro. In, yeah, that was nice of him. I think he just like had a, a little human moment there. Uh, but um, so I go in, I check my name in and, you know, the waiting room is full of people and I'm just like, oh my God, it's going to be so long before I'm seen. And I'm, I'm just like holding my back and pacing around the waiting room, just going like, uh, like literally like that family guy, me or whatever. I'm just like, I cannot help but to vocalize because it hurts so bad. And the worst part is I have no idea when it's going to end. I don't know if maybe my appendix is about to burst. I have no idea what's going on. No one will tell me anything. Finally, they uh, get me in through the back. They hook up an IV to me. They pump a little bit of pain meds into me. And that's when I start to get really scared because there's no change whatsoever. Like it's the same level of pain. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is the rest of my life. I'm, it's always going to feel like this <laughs> forever. Uh, and so, you know, Welcome I'm, to your I'm 30s. in a pretty... Yeah, I'm in a pretty dark place. Um, eventually, finally, they they give me a CAT scan and they confirm that it's a kidney stone. It's two millimeters. So that was kind of a relief, honestly. Um, my mom has had a lot of kidney stones, so I always kind of knew I would get one. Or actually, by this age, honestly, I thought maybe I was in the clear. But, uh, you know, definitely that was confirmed that I had one. And uh, then eventually they gave me some stronger medication, which made me feel a lot better. My wife showed up, uh, my father-in-law, you know, stayed back to watch the kids. So, um, eventually, you know, with enough pain medication, uh, and a, a funnel, they sent me on my way. And this, this, it's like a funnel with like a mesh bottom to it, you know? So I had to pee into that for, um, you know, until I passed it, which ended up being the next day. Uh, and the next day wasn't that bad. You know, again, once I knew what it was and they gave me some pain medication, I, you know, just drank a ton of water and then I finally passed it. Um, and yeah, it's it's about two millimeters. It's black. It, it hurt me real bad. Um, <laughs> I actually threw up because the pain was so bad. Uh, I, you know, I no, just had dinner. No fun. Yeah, I just had dinner right before going to the emergency room and I was just like started hyperventilating and I just like I, I threw up all over the hallway of the ER. So <laughs> I just wanted to, just wanted to share that, I guess, for some reason, I wanted to share that with all of you. Um, but, you know, I have to say coming out the end of it, uh, it everyone like was very stone. supportive. Yeah. Every, sorry. What was that? <laughs> I said, like the kidney stone. Right. The, <laughs> the other end of it. Exactly. Um, so, you know, emerging finally from from the, the tube on the other side, I would have to say. Uh, it was a very humbling experience. Everyone around me was very supportive. So I'm very thankful, you know, to, to my wife and my wife's family and work. They were really cool about it all, too. So um, but, you know, I've I've often, you know, when when my mind wanders, I'm, I'm thinking like, OK, you know, life is finite. Uh, there is going to be certain highs and lows. Like, what's the worst pain that I'm ever going to feel? Is it in the future? Is it in the past? Uh, and it's kind of like there's there's kind of a nice clarity of knowing like, OK, well, that was definitely the, a peak. You know, and I did make it through that. If I'm lucky, that'll be the highest one until I die. But, you know, at least I I climbed quite a mountain is kind of how I feel about it. You know, so. Yeah, I can I can understand that. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better now and that it was was over quickly, at least. Yeah, it was. I think it's the next day. I don't know or I'm not sure what like the average time is of when you usually like notice it, I, I assume you don't notice it until you're in a lot of pain. That's usually how those things go. And then how yeah. long does it take you to pass them after that happens? Right. I feel yeah, like a day the is, is probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is that it actually started early, early Saturday morning, like around 5 a.m. Saturday. I woke up and my back was bothering me and I thought maybe I had just like pulled something in my sleep or like ate something that wasn't agreeing with me. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. but then that went away and I was able to sleep a, a few more hours and then I was totally fine all day Saturday and all day Sunday. So mm-hmm. I just was like, Oh, we're good. But then, you know, when it started up on Sunday, it was like, Oh crap, this feels like, you know, what, what I was experiencing, you know, about 36 hours, 36 hours mm-hmm. ago. So, yeah. So it, it kind of didn't actually come out of nowhere, but at the time, you know, it, it might as well have, cause I, I thought it was over. 
So, so Herf, what about yours? Have you had a chance to think about? Um, yeah, I actually, I came up with two things that are very different. The first one sounds more gruesome and it was definitely painful, but it was over quicker. So in 2019, shortly before SGL, I'm not sure if you guys remember this, I was helping a friend of mine carry a washing machine upstairs. Oh, yeah. And uh, I didn't wear I any gloves, which was my first mistake. <clears throat> and uh, as a result of this, I grabbed it like at the bottom with my thumb at the bottom. And uh, I'm it. Uh, yeah, that's wow. the result of it. Uh, it uh, it sliced oh. my thumb open right here. And, there is a uh, noticeable I'm, I'm, divot in Herf's thumb still. I can if show you it as an SGL, show but you. I'm yeah. showing <laughs> my dear friends right now on the webcam that we're all sharing. So uh, it's pretty gruesome. The funny thing is that didn't hurt at all. I didn't notice anything. It bled like I bled like a stuck pig. It didn't hurt at all. I went upstairs. I was like, hey, uh, I think something's probably not great here. And hey, to I'm my dying. luck. Uh, to my luck, they the uh, the apartment that they moved into was like right next to a hospital, so I went straight over there. Like I walked over the street and I was in the ER, and they immediately took me in. And uh, the actual painful part was uh, when the doctor came in and was like, "Yeah, all right, we got to sue this shot. Obviously, I'm gonna numb your finger." He uh, injected whatever the heck it was directly into the wound. Like where it was split open, like two or three injections Yikes. directly into it. Uh, it was over immediately because the stuff started working immediately. Yeah. But yeah. that was probably one of the most painful things I felt <laughs> oh. for like a second. Like, that you know, you've already, of... you've already sliced your thumb open and then some dude sticks like a needle in it. It's at uh, the most, yeah. yeah, at the most tender part. That makes me think of the mm. Matrix, you know, when they stick the needle in the back there and they like have this yeah. look for like one one millisecond of like the worst pain, and then they're yeah. like totally fine inside the Matrix. That's you with mm. the the injection of Novocaine. <laughs> that reminds me of. The, I'll, I'll make this really quick. Um, mm -hmm. I had these like embedded sty uh, in my eyelids, like in there. It was called a Shalazian or something. Anyway. I, I guess I get them like I've gotten them in the past during like super stressful times. I got I've had two ever and they were right before I got married and right before I graduated college. Mm -hmm. um, and they had to be lanced. So or like cut out Oof. like they have to like make a little, little microscopic incision to let it drain. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to get a you mentioned Novocaine and I remember this being very painful, but I had to get a Novocaine shot into my eyelid uh, oh my each God. time. Yeah. Uh, it was bearable, but I already don't like needles. So mentally yeah. it was like a thousand times worse. So mm -hmm. like you telling that story reminded me of that. And like, that's why I was taking my headphones <laughs> off. I just, I can't even imagine having a, like even just a minor scrape and then saying, let's stick a needle in it. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it was God. pretty gnarly. I, I have to say, I wasn't expecting it at all, which was the worst part. He just was so nonchalant about it, probably <laughs> to my benefit, because if he had told me about it, I would have freaked out or something. But I would have cried. It, it I would just, have literally. I, I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And then it was over, you know, but it, it was oof. It, it wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, so what? that's the first one. OK, and, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the second one is something I still deal with, unfortunately, but um I, I have a lot of trouble with uh, like back and shoulder and neck pain. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have like a muscle on the right side of my shoulder that goes up to my neck that causes uh, every now and again, like when I sleep funny or when I sit weird a lot, like I like to sit on like one of my legs, you know, crossed under the other leg and stuff. And it really fucks up your posture and screws with your back muscles, especially if you sit as much as I do. So the result of that is that I sometimes get like extremely painful headaches on one side, like localized uh, of my head. And it's uh, it's been so bad in the past where I've woken up at night from the pain and where like my right eye will be just constantly pouring tears out because the pain Oof, is so bad pain. and it'll be completely bloodshot. And uh, thankfully, pain medication helps usually after like half yeah. an hour or so. But that's like one of the worst pains I've ever felt when I get those headaches. Ugh. Yeah, mm. that's there's also like, you know, I, I, I would have assumed like the worst pain I've ever felt would be like one singular like 
impact or injury or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I have to, you know, consider like it, it was never really that bad for any one second. But like how long it persisted and, and you know, the fact that I didn't know yeah. when it was going to go away, it absolutely qualifies as the worst. So it's mm-hmm. it's like strange that, you know, it. it yeah, I just didn't I didn't think that would be the case, but yeah, very. very yeah, I, I don't want to drag this out too long, but I feel like the, the it's interesting because if you think about it, usually I feel like internal pain is much worse than like a cut or a scrape or something like that. Like when I was yeah. a kid and we went to like public pools or whatever and I came out of the water, I'd usually get like horrible earaches because I was like a nerdy little kid who had trouble with that. Mm-hmm. And that was so awful because there was nothing you could do. You know, if you get a cut, you're like pressing on wherever the cut is and you're like, Oh my God. And then you're like blowing on it or whatever, sticking it in your mouth or whatever you're doing to ease the pain, you know? But if it's hurting on the inside, what do you do? You can like push on your stomach a little bit or like, uh, you know, sit a little different or something, but right. inner pain there's nothing is you really can do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's it. Like I, I don't know what else going on. It's in internal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of not knowing what's going awful. on, <laughs> that's our segue. <laughs> so that's a great segue. So, uh, so often do I run around Hyrule not knowing what's going on, trying to play <laughs> the beautiful game, A Link to the Past randomizer. So let's talk a little bit about that. First think, of all, we I have today's throw- episode is literally Trauma Center uh, <laughs> <laughs> randomizer. Um, yeah. Link to the Past version. Sorry, I had yeah, to make sure we made that joke. No, you're exactly right. And I think that's probably going to be a, a a theme for this episode is moments of intense pain. So uh, with that, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. Um, first of all, I have to uh, uh, say a huge thank you to Dante for stepping up and uh, conducting an interview of the new main tournament 22 champion obscure life form. And uh, Tuesday Temp was able to uh, clean that up for you real quick. And we threw that out as our very first ever Gonus episode. I'm, I am not <laughs> signing off on the word Gonus. I, I'm just not. Gonus, 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 Gonus. I could have done an, uh, an echo effect in post, obviously, but I wanted the effect of it happening live. So I just went ahead and imitated the echo. That's Perfect. just how professional you are. Right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I wanted to say I listened to this, obviously, as I was editing it. And I thought it was uh, really, really interesting and uh, really, really cool insight. The fact that, you know, one champion would interview another champion. It's like you guys have access to topics that other people might not even think to ask. So I, I thought it was it was really interesting. I hope folks enjoyed that. Yeah, I had a good time with it, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a good listen back to uh, obviously things that I need to improve as an interviewer. If you know, I, I don't think that's going to be our mainstay in any regard. But I, uh, you know, you can always learn from uh, from doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thought you did a great job, and um, hopefully that's something we can continue to continue to do is bring you you know interviews with uh, tournament winners, people of note uh, at the time when it's most kind of interesting to hear from them. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can do some more of that. Um, and then the kind of main event that we wanted to uh, discuss this time, or, or rather that I wanted to cover, we did have a new world record set in the A Link to the Past, no major glitches category, which is kind of seen as the the main one, I guess, if you will. It matches kind of the normal rando uh, uh, racing set for the most part with a, a little bit of a difference that we'll cover. Uh, but uh, a new record has been set by Wapson, W-H-O-P-S-N. And many of you will know him better as Edward or Eddie. He said a few other names that we'll cover here in a second. But uh, a time of 122.59. So the sub 123 has finally been achieved. The 122 has been seen. Uh, so congratulations. It's it's a, definitely a, a new frontier in A Link to the Past uh, speedrunning. And I'm sure that it will probably be broken again. Uh, it's just kind of a matter of how long and by whom. So uh, when this news came out uh, last week, when it you know when the record was set, uh, I wanted to do a little bit of research into kind of the recent history of this world record. And I remember when we had Dwayne on to talk about NMG, uh, he kind of clarified some idiosyncrasies, I guess, in the Link to the Past community when it comes to speed running and, and categories and personalities and things. 
So I just wanted to, I did a little bit of research today, just confirm my, my, my facts or whatever. And this, this shouldn't take long, but I just wanted to do a quick recap of the, uh, NMG world record scape as it stands right now. Cause if you just Google it and look, you're only going to get half the story. So this is meant to kind of fill in the gaps here. What do you guys think? Is this, is this useful? Is this helpful? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, if people sure. want to know it's, if, if you don't want to know, it's not helpful at all. <laughs> I guess that's true of like literally any content. If you, if you yeah, don't want it, it's not exactly. helpful or useful. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so as I mentioned, there is a new world record that has been set. It's a one twenty two fifty nine by Wapson. So I think a lot of us saw that Wapson had just set a new world record and we were like, who like this brand new person into the community? Well, he's not a new person. As I mentioned, it's Edward. Um, he has a habit of changing his name quite a bit. So you might have seen, uh, you know, on a leaderboard uh, a name like, you know, Eddie Edwardinary is one that he's used before. Just Edward, I think uh, one that he had for a while was XQs, XQEWS. Um, so he changes his name quite a bit. Uh, I think, you know, the URL should redirect either way, no matter what he changes his name to. So that's good. Um, but he's always, you know, been the same person. So if you, you know, see him streaming, it's obviously, you know, the same person. So I did want to mention that. I think that causes a lot of confusion for people who are just kind of casually looking into this. Um, so you've heard some of the aliases right now going by Wapson, W-H-O-P-S-N. Uh, and that's the one twenty two fifty nine. The next time is going to be Aries, uh, which, of course, uh, was set, I think, three or four months ago. And that was the one twenty three zero zero. So that is officially now the second place time. Uh, if you look at the leaderboard at uh, uh, speedruns.com right now, as of the recording of this podcast, August 1st, uh, you're only going to see Aries time up there. And that is because Edward, I, I don't believe, has officially submitted his run to the leaderboard. Or if he has, maybe it's being processed. Um, but it is not uncommon for him to pull his times from the leaderboard. It has happened before. Um, you know, I, I haven't talked to him personally about it, but from what I understand, it's essentially like he doesn't like to compare his own times to other people, especially when he's grinding. Uh, and so, you know, seeing his time next to other people's times, I, I think, is stressful. Um, and so that is, you know, the reason he wanted to remove his times from the leaderboard, which I can respect. It's totally fine. Um, still unclear whether or not he will submit this new winning time or if he still feels the same way. But I think it's pretty well understood that this run is valid. It's legit. It's been looked at. Um, it is officially a 122.59. So I think in the eyes of just, you know, speed running in general, not looking at leaderboards and submissions and things like that, that is that is currently the world record. Uh, and then Aerie comes in at number two. Then there's a number three that is also not on the leaderboard. Uh, somebody we've covered in the past uh, by the name of WQQQQWRT. Um, so as far as I could tell, I looked into this a little bit today. Uh, his PB for uh, uh, NMG, A Link to the Past, is uh, one. Crap, where did I put it on here? 123.07. Uh, now, he does have a, another run that he claims is NMG, uh, but it uses uh, Diver Down and Icebreaker, which are OK in Rando, but actually not OK in N you know, NMG, according to their Speed Racing Council. So uh, by Speed Racing Council rules, he has the third fastest time. If you allow for Diver Down and Icebreaker, he would be first with a um, 122.46. Yeah. So, so to, to make sure we, we have our stuff right, there is yes. no speed running council. So from what I gathered, when those glitches came about, just so everyone knows how NMG went down, <clears throat> and this is a very broad like history lesson. I'm not getting super specific, mm -hmm. but the, the the admins of the, the leaderboard basically discussed. They also brought in some higher level players to just have like an open discussion about it. And like it wasn't like one person. There was a bunch of people who like weighed in on this. I think they actually let the most of the entire community vote to some degree, like just kind of say their piece. Um, I could be wrong on that. But in any case, they decided that it did not fit the spirit of NMG. And then that's kind of where I think we, we see the split with WQ um, that you were mentioning. He was mm. from what I have heard. He was definitely someone who really thought that they should be allowed 
So he just kept doing runs with it. Like when it was being discussed, he was already running with it just mm-hmm. to see what could be done. Sure. Um, yeah. Trying to be like ahead of the curve. And he was getting some really good times. And then I, I know, like you said, he has that proclaimed time. And I still think it's a really good time. Like if, if you let me do that, I'm not going to get anywhere near close. So, um, you know, it's still very respectable uh, and, and good. Um, mm-hmm. What what one thing to point out about real quick about Wapson's one twenty two fifty nine. I was I, I was watching the tail end of that as it happened. Oh, wow. it, he was he was like thirteen like thirteen and some odd tenths of a second ahead coming out of uh, GT, and it, it was Gannon Warps that actually cost him like a bigger record. Like mm-hmm. he knows now. He, he said this on his stream. Like he's like I know I can get a one twenty two four X. So. I think that's his goal. Like I, he's he he's in my suggested streamers occasionally, and I saw his title today, said grinding for one twenty two four x. So nice. I, I I don't know if it's his end goal, but uh you know a one twenty two is is insane. Obviously a one twenty three is really good. Yeah. Uh, there's not many people who have those. So mm-hmm. shooting for a four x I think is kind of ridiculous, but I, I like the high aspiration. Yeah, I feel like he's also the type of guy who probably won't submit his time until he either hits his goal or he's like, all right, I'm done with this. I can't get it right now. I need like a break or whatever, you know, until he he, he decides sure. he's done with the grinding. Uh, he'll probably keep it off there just for the reasons he has kept his times off previously. Uh, if he puts it on there now, it, it also puts like a huge target on his back, basically, which he already has because people are aware of his record. But, you know, putting it up there also means uh, motivating people to immediately gun for first place again. So, you know, you might want to avoid that for a while if you're still grinding for a better time, especially if it's, you know, basically so very clear that you can get it and it all just depends on RNG in the end. So, you know, why not give it a couple more tries and see if you can squeeze out a couple more seconds to give you a little buffer? Yes, there's there's so much that really kind of goes in with an NMG run, like a high level one. And and Ari could speak to it better than I can. But first off, you know, you have to have the execution. You have to know like the, the like ins and outs of saving frames literally everywhere. And then on top of that, like with through the hour and a half or so run, you also have to have a lot of RNG go your way and then also be able to react accordingly and perform with the RNG. There's so many variables. Uh, it's it's really intense. And to be honest, like just my little experience with competitive NMG in the NMG league, like that alone is like it's super stressful, like especially because you can watch your opponent. So if you do that, you know, you're behind. And when you're racing yourself or racing world record all the time, you know if you're behind or not. So uh, it's it's like, a I don't know, a, a very big mental hurdle, I think, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially since the thing with speed running is like you'll see so many speed runners that they're like, all right, I'm doing attempts today and they'll get like a minute in. They'll be like trash, you know, and then they they start <laughs> again. And it's like it, it gets to a certain point where it's like you have gotten so optimized or you're so confident in your abilities that you won't allow for a mistake of a certain, you know, caliber or size or whatever. If it's near the beginning, because you you need the beginning of your run to be super clean. Um, and I think that tricks that probably trips up a lot of like new speed runners. If I had to guess, I know it certainly would for me, because I think I would have that same instinct to, you know, try to be perfect and immediately quit when, you know, when you first make your first mistake. But I think you rob yourself of a lot of late game practice when you do you that, do. um, that you I can mean, use to, to make up times, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, but it's, it's comparable to quitting rando seats when stuff doesn't go your way. Right. I mean, of course, you're you're always going to play fun seeds if you immediately quit after five minutes, if you don't, you know, find all your stuff that you need immediately. But at the same time, you're just robbing yourself of the experience that you can gain from, you know, doing some low percent bosses or getting early Dark World axes or whatever it may be. Yeah. So uh, just to kind of cap this off uh, as a final recap, again, if you go Google this, you may or may not see it on speedruns.com. But the fastest time right now is Wapson or Eddie with a time of 122.59. Aerie still holding down that 123.00. And then you have WQWRT with the 123.07. And then from there on out, unless there are other, you know, high profile runners that haven't submitted that I'm not aware of, it should all be legit from that point on. You have Zelna, the fourth place, Doomtap is fifth, etc. So 
I uh, just wanted to kind of provide that recap. I needed it for myself, figured I would share with everyone. Um, that is the current state. And, uh, you know, like like I said, and like Danny said, do not be surprised if uh, this gets beaten again very soon, because there are a couple very, very good runners that are grinding these these world records right now. Um, I this for some reason got me thinking about Speed Gaming Live 2019, and I remembered that I didn't check out the marathon very often. But one thing I did go look at was uh, the Zombies Ate My Neighbors speed run. Did you guys ever play that okay. game? I did. Uh, I tried neighbors. a couple of times, never in my childhood, but I tried like after, and it seemed kind of hard and confusing, to be honest. <laughs> it yeah. is. It is. It's not the easiest game, but it is very well made, and it's very fun. It has super fun like graphics, sprites, animation. The gameplay is really fun. It's, it's great for a couch co-op. And I was just looking, and there's only 19 people on the... Uh, on the uh, leaderboard for this and only two for the 100%. And I don't see any like co-op, uh, you know, leaderboards here. I think more people should speed run zombies ate my neighbors, uh, especially people from the rando community. And I'll tell you why I think they have a lot in common. Uh, they're both, you know, top down. Do they, you move, you know, uh, in, in like eight different directions. Um, your speed is consistent. It seems like it's probably about the same rules as a link to the past. Um, and I think surprisingly, there's probably a lot less RNG in Zombies Ain't My Neighbors than there is in, well, certainly do in Rando, have, but also in Vanilla. So, do they have cross keys version? <laughs> I don't think there's a randomizer. And if there was, it probably, I don't know if it would improve the game if, if I'm being honest. Wait, what would it even randomize? The location of the uh, neighbors, I would, I would guess. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Um, the music is also incredible in that game. I, I have to mention that mm -hmm. it's it was a formative for me listening to it growing up. It just has the perfect like B movie, like overwrought, like a bunch of organ, you know, and synths and stuff. It's great. Um, so anyway, yeah, I just wanted to share my love for Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Um, if you are looking for a game <laughs> to speed run and you like a link to the past randomizer, you should seriously check it out. You could probably you could probably place in that leaderboard without too much practice. That's that's a hot tip from Tim. All right, let's move on. What do we have next? I can't find my outline. Somebody so help me. God, the ladder help me. season 13 has <laughs> concluded. Uh, and we got we got some champions, champions that we can talk to or talk about. The champs. Um, All right, so for Ambrosy one uh, we have Jim casual batuties. We have Gamachu. Cross keys is wall kicks. Inverted cross keys of the inverted variety uh, is furious magic. The grab bag mode we have CS Tutor eighty nine. Mystery was Ninjimbo Ninjimbro. Uh, I'm sorry about drop the O and called him Bo. Uh, <laughs> open was a Gamachu getting a second one, and then the overall season thirteen champion was Luffy, aka Hitsian. So uh, yeah, congrats to them. Um, GG's. I, I, I've seen some streams, so uh, I'm going to say this, and Herf can get mad at me if I'm saying things I shouldn't say, but I've seen uh, Jim streaming some super secret modes uh, that mm -hmm. are trying to be concocted with the champions, so we may get another champions variant of something. Uh, from what I've seen, looks kind of fun, looks kind of fast. But, uh, yeah, I guess that might be something. I'm just going to say maybe that's something we see in season 15. Um, maybe not. Maybe Duncan says, you know, we it's been leaked, so we're not doing it. So you never know. Uh, but season 14 is happening right now. Uh, 80 keys and bro Z1. Uh, uh, wait, what, what, what are all these modes you have listed here, Tim, with season 14? Uh, I those, think those are not what's happening. Right now. I think no, so. they're not. They're not. No, I'm, I'm oh, pretty sure info. there's definitely not <laughs> champion intel. swordless in there. Mm, yeah, mistake. I was like, whoa, we got swordless. That's totally wrong. <laughs> I I was about to like stop recording and see when I could play. Oh, okay. Uh, grab bag. Those are the grab bag modes. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. Yes. So those are what could show up in grab bag. Uh, what is actually in the rotation this season? Uh, we have open mystery, reduced crystals, entrance extravaganza, inverted. Casual boots, grab bag, and entrance extravaganza inverted. So, invitation. Well spotted, inverted. sir. 
right. it's an invitational because that's a tournament. That's going to be like a qualifier. Oh, inv- <laughs> so IND yeah. is not inverted. It's invitational. What a Correct. Time. It's confusing, but for this one, it's uh, the invitational. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. That makes that makes more sense. Cool. Okay. And that is ladder. Check it out. Man, I haven't done ladder in such a long time. Same. I did one yesterday and regretted it. I did the entrance <laughs> extravaganza and we got cross <laughs> the, keys and then the I lost horrifically. Ladder. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> but I, I, I'm hoping to do more soon. I, I did I mean, one I, and regretted it. The story of yeah. ladder. <laughs> the story of ladder. That's yeah. That's the title of the book about ladder. I did one and regretted it. No, I still. I mean, I love the concept. I still get the the pings. You know, like every single day, I get two to four pings from ladder, which I, I'm not sorry about because I still want to know just in case. You know, maybe one of these days I can get get into one. But yeah, with all the tournaments and you know qualifiers and and asyncs and stuff, it just I'm kind of covered in the you know playing department i don't need the the ladder i wish i had time for so the tim, tell us tell us about the casual batuties tournament mm-hmm. yeah so i just went and checked in on this again today so full disclosure i haven't been able to watch really any of the matches but just as a little kind of cap to uh, my own experience that i shared last uh, episode i did want to say that i went and checked on my uh, the record of my opponents everyone else has finished all their matches with each other And I'm happy to report that even if I would have been awarded the win um, that I earned, but uh, fumbled due to an administrational error, I still would not have made brackets uh, because the top two players beat uh, both myself and the number four player. And they got one win against each other, which basically meant that there's no way that, you know, my three and three that I could have had would have competed against either of their records. So in a way it was a bit of a relief, you know, that I didn't squander the the bracket placement with my stupidity. Um, so, so that was good. I also wanted to provide one update on the seed itself. Cause I realized I forgot one critical detail when I was telling you about how crazy that seed was. And I told you that the moon pearl was in desert, but I didn't have the book to get to it. I had like the mirror and, and mitts and all that. I forgot to mention it was an Aga seed and I had checked every single place I could and then ended up having to do Aga. And then on the pyramid were the Titans mitts. So I got the Titans mitts and I literally just for five seconds was like, I don't know what to do with these. What, what is even? <laughs> and then thank God, you know, my auto tracker lit up some options and I was like, oh, OK. Then I went to desert and, and found the moon pearl. But yeah, I forgot that <laughs> crucial detail. That's what made that scene so insane. The yeah. tip story is the one, two, three of why auto tracking probably never should have been allowed <laughs> for competitive I would have figured it out eventually, but yeah, yeah the auto tracking definitely, you know, advanced my, my thought process quite a bit. So anyway, uh, so yeah, the groups are still going on. I went and checked, uh, like I said, through the, the progress of everyone uh, this morning and most people have kind of finished up their groups. Uh, our group is done. Uh, a lot of them are, but technically they have until August 5th, uh, a couple days from now to finish those up. So uh, they will uh, be starting their brackets, I think, soon after. One thing I thought was kind of interesting I wanted to run by you guys in case you uh, didn't see it before, because I didn't. What they're doing uh, when they finish up with all the groups is instead of a top 32 and a bottom 32, they're seeding people based on if they won or co-won their group their record in their group, then their lifetime casual boots ladder ELO. So they're going to actually seed one through 64 using that criteria. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I think we've talked about the whole seeding from the ladder before, and I think it can work, but only if you make people aware of it, like a long time before it happens and if you yeah. give Dunka a heads up and he can like make a separate thing that starts rating you when the qualifiers or whatever the whatever you're trying to rate from that uh, start you know mm. i think it's unfair to have people who might be relatively new to the community but they may be great casual boots players or maybe people who don't play on the ladder at all, and you know they'll get a worse seeding for. I mean, you know, will it ultimately matter if they're good enough? Probably not. But I still think it it, it can work. But I'm not a huge fan of that. The first part is fine, but the whole casual boots ladder ELO is a little bit sits a little bit weirdly with me. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Dante? I I don't like it. 
Um, that was one of my biggest concerns when the ladder came about. I didn't want that to like replace tournament qualifiers or uh, like tournament Swiss, um, mainly due to you know whoever has the most available time. And it sounds very, I guess it sounds very mm-hmm. selfish on my part. Um, whoever has the most available time to play nothing but ladder, uh, mm-hmm. and you're not saying that you know that there's people who do nothing but do that, but there, there, there might be one or two. There's definitely um, some that do more than others. I mean, there's no secret or Oh, there's, shame oh, there's a lot. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it would incentivize playing ladder more, but I think at that point, that's when we're getting a little, if it becomes the thing for tournaments, that's when it gets a little too serious and it becomes a ridiculous obligation to, uh, mm. you know, to, to have to qualify in some very, time-consuming way that's longer than even like five qualifiers however for this like i've got no issue with it i thought i kind of thought they were using that as like a baseline for um the groups i could be wrong on that so i'm a little i was a little perplexed when you said that it was also like i I, maybe it's just used for tiebreakers uh with the Mm. seating if so great like i mean that that's fine the people who entered this tournament literally were entered like because they clicked the button to sign up that's so as long as everyone who's in it got to play, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Um, if if it simple if it simplifies it for the admins, I, I get it because uh, as someone who's done admin work, sometimes it's a complete pain in the butt. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Herf can attest to that. Temp can too. So yeah. um, you kind of just have to use your tools at your disposal. I, I still think this is a very casual tournament. So using that is, in, in my opinion, it's it's great. Uh, yeah. for this particular one. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. That, that, those are my thoughts. Basically I'm overall, I think I'm, I'm good with it. I kind of like it actually. I definitely hear what you guys are saying about how it kind of incentivizes people who are more active on ladder, but you know, you can be really active on ladder and also have a bad record <laughs> and then that hurts you, you know? Um, I think the, you don't want to put too much stock into this really because it was going to just be totally random if they did it the other way. Yeah. So if agreed. anything, this mm-hmm. should kind of help the flow of the tournament overall. It's not like somebody's being, you know, denied games or, you know, being put up against someone who's going to crush them. I mean, that was probably going to happen anyway. If, you know, somebody is really strong, you know, at the top and then there's the lower kind of play at the bottom. And that's just how tournaments like these go. And, and that's OK. You know, making brackets, I think, is, yeah. is quite a, you know, quite a feat uh for, for a tournament like this where it's really kind of open invitation to anyone who, who wants to join. Um, yeah, and for sure. Yeah, the, the last thing I'll say is like the casual boots. I, I keep like reading casual boots and it makes me think that the tournament is casual. And I don't really know what that means. Super serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, whether it's serious or not. But like I keep because of that, I keep reading like, oh, casual boots. And it's like, oh, I mean, whatever they do is fine. You know, it's cool. It, it's it's a casual right it's casual boots casual tournament so i don't know if that was the intention if it actually is casual tournament and uh that was said at some point or if it's no this is a very serious tournament in which we're playing the mode casual boots i don't know probably probably the speaking, former but yeah speaking of tournaments that are casual uh or at least um in the past i i viewed them as casual Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this isn't in our outline. I wanted to plug this really quick, but yeah. the uh, spoiler pilot discord uh, where last year's tournament was held uh, made an announcement that there will be another pilot spoiler tournament in 2022 and it is confirmed to be mid to late August. So um, I would say be on the lookout for that in that if you're in that discord and um, <clears throat> I guess I could provide a link for temp to link, but uh but yeah, they, they should be doing another one. I believe uh, Gamachu, the team of Gamachu and Moogle Charm won that one last year. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's I know it's a fun mode. People enjoy it. Uh, looking forward to the next one. Yeah. The Spilet uh, Poiler. That also Spy- reminded yeah. me, uh, I don't have any details or anything on it, but uh, keep an eye out if you're interested in the next couple of days maybe weeks i'm not sure what the timeline is but uh, there should be an announcement soon about the online portion of uh, sgl this year Mm. and what's happening with that and when the qualifiers are going to be and how you can sign up and all the all the stuff that you might want to know about it sweet i feel like we're in uh, rapid fire mode so let's just keep that going 
Uh, next thing we have here, we just wanted to remind you, we told you last time, but uh, it's coming up this Sunday, August 7th at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. And that is, of course, the League Season 5 reveal stream. Uh, it's going to be happening at twitch.tv slash the A-L-T-T-P-R league. Uh, so be sure to tune in and check that out. If you're not available, be sure to check out the VOD afterwards. Uh, I just got the news the other day that uh, Arusta, one of my teammates on the long shots, is going to have to take this season off, which is sad. I'm sad about that. Uh, Arusta and I actually met up in person for a beer um, last year, which is which is awesome. Um, so, you know, I consider them, a, you know, that kind of like elevates you, I think, a little bit in, in the rando friendship circle when, you know, I've actually given you a real life hug. So um, very sad about that, but also, you know, a ton of respect to him for being able to see this, you know, ahead of time and, and with plenty of time for for um, Tyler Salt and I to find a, a replacement teammate for this season. So we've got a, a couple people in mind that uh, we may or may not reach out to. So uh, hopefully we can find someone to, to fill Arrest's shoes. Um, but yeah, is coming I'll- out of retirement. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Uh, How did you know uh, who I was? Who we were thinking of? Oh man, that wouldn't that be fun? I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't know what to do with like three quarters of the modes that are happening in League. That's there's, the first hurdle to overcome. Yeah, there's some silliness that you got to learn <laughs> with League. But. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so that's that's uh, the update on on my side of things. Definitely looking forward to the reveal stream. Um, and yeah, that's that's League. Check it out. Uh, we also have the Avian Art Asyncs continuing. Uh, I, I get the pings for those Asyncs as they uh, are announced. Um, I don't really have a whole lot more to update other than that. Uh, but it's it's still happening. I think you could still get yeah, in still it, be if in. you wanted to technically at this point. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, if it works out numbers I wise. Mm. I don't know if you can play the old ones. I think the spoilers are open. I think the qualifying mm. time for those has passed. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. So uh, you can play them for fun. I think the modes are still fun <laughs> to play. Uh, do yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Like I said last time, I'm really looking forward to when there's actually some like restream matches here, and I want to see some of these modes after people have put time into them. Like, what's the meta of true pot hunt? You know. So that'll be fun. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's ever gonna develop a, an <laughs> actual meta. I think people are just gonna wing it the whole tournament. <laughs> No, I think someone I think it'll just emerge like a bunch of people. It's it's like throwing, you know, uh, spaghetti at the wall. It's like a numbers game where a bunch of people are going to try a bunch of different things and it's going to materialize that like one way ends up being better than the other. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, I could see it happening. It's not impossible. Yeah. So um, and I think that's that's it uh, for all of the news items. Um, you guys have anything else? Thank you for your contributions. <laughs> always glad to help out hell yeah all right gmp community updates okay so the mentor tournament is uh still underway i think in the next episode we should be ready to invite on the winner to chat with us uh because we do have our top four figured out now at least in the gold sword bracket uh so we have power to mario ddr kirby akuma gath 17 and mundungu uh, who John Snew had kind of earmarked as someone to look out for. So they, they are in the top four. Uh, so we I have will say, really quickly, sorry yeah, to cut you off, Tim, but I yeah, will no say uh, if Power to Mario wins, they will have to change their name to Power to Link. Right. Yeah. I'm just making no, that call right is now. That, that is, is that the, the contractual um, obligation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's on the rules page. It's in some hidden HTML. If you inspect the page, you can actually see yep. where it says that if you... Reference Mario in your username. You are going to have to change that if you win Um, just out Mm -hmm. of respect, you know, to us. Uh, So uh, so we have those four. Uh, We haven't been able to do as many restreams as uh, in years past, but I believe there's going to be a little bit of a push to try to get uh, some of these, you know, semifinals and and finals, certainly finals matches uh, restreamed. So twitch.tv slash go mode podcast is where you can see that. I also just wanted to mention someone something that I thought was was pretty wild uh in the gold sword bracket all four of the quarterfinals rounds went to a game three which is pretty cool i think all four yeah i think that means we we had some uh quality matchups going on and you know people were were matched sort of evenly evenly yeah that's i think it's a real testament to the the swiss system and how it put you know all of those people in one bracket and they're all evenly matched and uh 
yeah, so I didn't, you know, I didn't get to see all of those series again because, you know, they, we didn't get as many restreams this year. But, you know, if you wanted to, I'm sure you could go back and, you know, line up two people's VODs and, and check them out that way. Uh, it sounds like, you know, all of the series were were close. So I just thought that was cool. Uh, you know, you love to see the uh, close competition. That's not necessarily the, the primary goal of this tournament, but when it works out, it's like, it's great. It's awesome. Uh, okay, what are we going to do for a biweekly seed? We had uh, the retrants from last time. Oh, by the way, I wanted to mention, I should have mentioned this a long time ago. Um, Cassidy Moen is the one who put together our uh, bot that you, you know, submit the times to and it gives you access to the spoiler channel. And it's worked beautifully for like three or four, you know, three years, I think, something like that now. Um, it's worked uh, seamlessly. So huge shout out to Cassidy Moen for doing that. Uh, I guess Discord updated something on their end. And, and at some point when they did that, it broke our bot. So we're still releasing biweekly seeds and you can still play them, download them and talk about them. We just don't have the fancy bot where you used to be able to submit your time and it would upload you to a leaderboard uh and give you automatic access to that channel. So uh, I, you know, I still encourage people to play. Uh, Cassidy is just tied up with, you know, other projects that are more important than this, you know, little volunteer thing, which is totally understandable. Uh, but I do think some other people have taken a look at the code and, and are maybe trying to find workarounds. So all that to say, we still want you to play the biweekly seed. Just, you know, that bot isn't, isn't, isn't up right now. So bear with us as we get that looked at. Um, okay. So we had the retrants last time and then this time, um, what should we do? What do you guys think? I mean, once again, I don't really have a good idea, but I feel like we should probably bless people with uh, something a little, you know, more casual, maybe a little easier, a little more, you know, user friendly. I agree. What about Same. since since it is on the uh, it's ladder right now, um, maybe a reduced crystals? Dude, I was actually thinking that, but I don't know if there's a preset on Sahabot, so let me check really fast. Okay. Okay. Surely we I'm can sure get we can one figure made. something out. Yeah, I bet it can't be that. Worst hard. case scenario, Dunka could make one for us. I mean, all Dunka does is, you know, ask Sahabot not so nicely to make the seats for him, so <laughs> it should be Force. possible. All right. Yeah. That's all on you, Herf. Uh, I don't see like a quick preset for it, so um go for it. <laughs> all right i'll figure something out once we're done recording shouldn't be a problem sweet i know i have faith in you i know you can do it i can right. i can't promise what kind of reduced crystals it is it will be reduced but you'll have to figure out by how much it is reduced yourself in the game oh. that's the that's the fun part of it <laughs> um oh yeah that is how it works right it could be anywhere from six to two or something like that I think so. I mean, I think uh, the preset that Dunka is using has a specific reduced crystal thing, which is six six. But I'm sure you can make something yeah. that's custom. I'm. I'll, I, I'll I, I would say six, let's six. do the six six. Yeah. So yeah. we could make it on the website, but if we can just get like a little, you know, make sure it's the exact same thing as the the ladder, that would be Gucci. Yeah, I'll I'll see what I can get us, but I'm sure it, it won't be a problem. Okay, sweet. All right, that's what you're getting. Let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, no emails this week, but if you want to send us one, it's email at gomodepodcast.com. There's also the form on our website and you can go to discord and ask questions. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. I almost said Facebook. We're not on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Dude, are we yeah, on Facebook? No, we're not. It's we're not. It's how meta. <laughs> so, Ooh, um, I get it. If you want to see me play, uh, what is that game? Oh, ALTTPR. You can do that at twitch.tv slash temp underscore. Um, I have an extremely dumb recommendation this week, and it's a podcast, and it's called Pod Yourself a Gun, and it is a Sopranos watch-along podcast. Uh, so if you've ever seen the Sopranos, uh, you know, HBO series from 1999 to 2007, I think. One of the greatest TV shows of all time. I'm watching it right now, nearly finished with it. And uh, I was listening to another podcast where one of the hosts of this was a guest and he mentioned he had this watch along podcast and I checked it out and it's I, it's good. I recommend it. If you have seen all of Sopranos, I'd recommend listening to this podcast. So it's I don't know how many people that applies to 
or if you have any interest in listening to a podcast where they break down each episode and talk about the themes and what was funny and stupid stuff like that. Uh, but I'm getting a big kick out of it. So I am recommending pod yourself a gun. That's, that's that like, so nice. I'm assuming it's like a deep dive is, is the way you were describing it. Yeah. It, yeah. So uh, they, they actually just wrapped up doing the final episode. So I'm binging through it from the beginning. They started in like 2019 gotcha, and uh, okay. just, just finished now. So yeah, I'm, I'm like in, in the rewatch in the watch of the Sopranos that I'm doing with my wife, we just finished season six B. So we're like eight episodes from the end. And in the listening to the podcast, I'm like at the end of season three. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's so it's super interesting. I know. Left. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that, that's my shout out. What, what about you guys? What do you have for us this week? Uh, what do I have? I mean, uh, same old, same old. Uh, I've been playing Stray. Uh, finished it. A fun little game. Cute little game. If you like cats, sure. you'll like Stray. It is pretty short. Um, they have an achievement or a trophy, whatever platform you're playing on, uh, that makes you finish the game in under two hours. And uh, I screwed up a couple of times when I tried it and I still came in at like one and a half hours. But that's, you know, without any of the collectibles, without exploring anything and stuff like that. My, I think my first playthrough was like seven or eight hours. So mm. it's not super long, but it's it's all right. It's not, a, it's not like game. necessarily strike against it. You know, I think a lot of people yeah. feel like video games have to be super long, which is absolutely not the case. But right, it's good to exactly. have a short play. Yeah, it was a fun little indie like platformer. It had an okay story. It was uh, they you definitely noticed that the developers had experience with cats. It's uh, you know I grew up with two cats in the household, uh, basically all my life, and it's it's very uncanny. Yeah, uh, nice. And on the uh, extreme uh, other spectrum, like other end of the spectrum, I started playing Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which came out last Friday. A uh, super extremely long and deep JRPG <laughs> that I've already put like 35 hours in and I'm not even anywhere close to, you know, finishing or whatever. Uh, it's fun, but it's huge. Yeah. Nice. Well, let us know how it is once you uh, wrap it up in, you know, four to six months from now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will do. Sweet. Tanti, what do you got for us? Uh, I think I can plug this. Um yeah, I can plug it. Uh, I could probably plug it next episode, but I don't have anything else. So uh, there's a tournament I'm going to be going to end of August. Uh, I want to say it's the week of the 26th through the 28th. Um, so finally going to have another in-person dance game event. I'm only going to complete compete in Step Maniacs. Mm. Uh, I- I'm honestly expecting to kind of like lose because everyone's like, oh, he's coming. He's going to win. So I, I don't know. <laughs> um, do you do you have some yeah. competition that you know for sure is going to be there that's like on your level? So for the leaderboard, like on the cumulative leaderboard um, that considers like all songs across the difficulty, uh, I'll be there. I'm the number one player in the world. Then there's the number three player in the world who's going to be there. And then I think also there's uh, like the 11th, 12th and 13th player in on the leaderboard. And then on top of that, there's like other people who don't play the game consistently who are also really good at dance games who will be yeah. there. So uh, there's a few wild cards is what I'm kind of calling them. So it should be it should be fun. There's not it's not going to be a huge tournament for at least with Step Maniacs, but they're also it's called Beast in the East. Um, they're also going to be doing like a bunch of fighting games. There's going to be other rhythm games as well. Um, it's at like some hotel. So I'm hoping we can get a stream up. I might if, if I can bring my computer, I think we're going to have a stream for Step Maniacs like on my channel or another channel. If whatever it is, I'll probably try to host it. But um, but yeah, it should be at least fun <laughs> we'll see nice. yeah sounds cool i'm see. i tried to google and i'm seeing a lot of stuff for like a rugby tournament so i'll <laughs> i'll consult with you to get a uh, correct link and we'll see if we can uh throw something in the in the description of the episodes so people put a can, put can a five at the put the put a five at the end of that and then maybe maybe that helps because uh, okay. like if you look up bite or you know the the acronym gaming uh mm-hmm. that'll oh it yeah, probably B-I-T-E. sends you to like a facebook page they have a Discord yeah. and all that too. Yeah, well, I'm not going to link the Facebook page, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I already came out as anti-Facebook in this episode, even though I've definitely done yes. it before. But whatever. Um, 
Cool. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing how all that goes. And hopefully, do you think they'll like be doing streams where we can like watch along during the tournament? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I, I know okay. they'll be doing like streams of other things, but I'm really hoping we can get a Step Maniacs one uh, set up. I'm going to try to bring, like I said, I'm going to try and bring some equipment to to make that happen or to assist in making that happen. That's awesome. Yeah, sorry, I was rudely Googling while you were explaining that, probably. No, that's fine. I, I did the same thing uh, when, when you guys were talking. I was Googling some stuff that you were talking about. It's, that makes seems sense. To be the it's, trend. Hard, it's hard to resist doing, you know. You've got, you've yeah, got all the knowledge in the world at your fingertips. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, well, that is going to wrap up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back again in another two weeks. Uh, on behalf of my co-hosts, we'll go ahead and mirror out.